2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday final hour, the Jesse Kelly Show before we sail into the weekend. And I have huge weekend plans I should lay out before we get back to getting the commies out of the red states and and all the rest of the questions and stuff. You know what I'm going to do this weekend? Nothing. And you know why that's exciting? You see, if you're a parent, With kids still at home, you'll understand why that's exciting because they're always in 8 million different sports and activities and everything else. And really, all you do is just drive. You just drive back and forth and then rot at various events while they do this and they do that and they do this and they do that. But for some reason, I guess it's just a gift from God Himself. We hit some sweet spot weekend where there's nothing. There's no practices, there's no games, there's no activities. And I am going to, I'm making a goal right now, right now. I don't know if this can be done, but I'm going to try to burn zero calories all weekend long, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it's it's possible, Michael. Don't tell me it's not possible. It is possible. Zero calories. I might even get one of those watches, the hot chicks where it attracts the calories and stuff like that. What are the, the Apple watch things? The wife has one of those. "Ah, I did 8 million steps today and all that stuff. Jesse, how do we get the commies to move from the red states to the blue states? Well, we, we talk about culture. We've talked about it a lot on the show. What do we say culture is? What is it? It's not complicated. People overcomplicate it. What is it? Culture is what you incentivize versus what you disincentivize. If you go throughout any point in time in history and you find any culture at all, you will find that they prioritize some things and they disincentivize other things. Uh, I told you yesterday I was was geeking out on some Aztec stuff, Aztecs and conquistadors and stuff like that. Did you know that the Aztecs were outstanding, outstanding at wounding enemy soldiers? Wounding enemy soldiers. Do you know why? They just knew they knew how to hamstring you. If you read the books, it sounds like they knew exactly how to get that sword at that tendon behind your knee or your Achilles and slash it so you could move. Do you know why? Well, in their culture, they prioritized human sacrifice. They wanted to kill people screaming all day long. They are very lovely people. Because of that, their troops were told, their troops were more geared towards wounding the enemy than killing the enemy they didn't want to kill you they wanted to wound you so then they could drag you to the top of a pyramid and carve out your heart while it's still beating with the obsidian knife that's really what they did and there was an incentive structure built into the aztec warrior class where you could work your way up, and if you if you wounded, if you brought back so many prisoners, you could get to become a jaguar warrior. And if you killed even or wounded, I'm sorry, wounded even more, you would become an eagle warrior. And all these different all these different levels. And I may have those two levels mixed up, by the way. Don't quote me on that. But those were two levels you could get to: eagle warrior, jaguar. Okay. So they got really good at it. Why? Because that was incentivized to them. It's one of the reasons they could never end up killing Cortez. They tried to kill Cortez a million times. There's a stories about they kind of have him and they could easily have killed him, but they're trying so hard to wound him that it would allow Cortez to escape. This couldn't it couldn't get it done. Anyway, incentivize, disincentivize. You can, we can and we should be actively running the communists out of our state by disincentivizing it. Did you know that Florida's losing communists right now? Why? Because they had this huge legislative agenda under DeSantis that was just, and I saw it. I mean, it's out there for public consumption where he went into this governing section and they had a list of something like 20 things and they were like all anti-communist things. And they just passed through bill after bill after bill after bill. It wasn't one bill. It was day after day after day. What they essentially did, even if you disagree with this bill or that bill, what they did was they announced to the communists in Florida hey, this is not a welcoming place for you anymore. And they're leaving. In Texas, Texas passed an abortion ban as soon as Roe versus Wade was overturned. I think ours is 15 weeks, if I remember right. It's 15 weeks, Chris? It's some, Yeah, I think it's 15 weeks. Anyway, we passed some sort of an abortion ban here. My good buddy is a real estate agent in Austin. Austin's one of those real commie hellhole parts of Texas, even though it used to be a really cool city. And he told me he filled up with commie clients who are done. I'm out, I'm not gonna live in a tyranny like this. You can actually get communists to flee your state if you would drop this ridiculous live and let live attitude and start passing anti-communist law after anti-communist law. They're human beings, they will respond to disincentives. And really that's our goal, isn't it? We change the population, we change the people of this country to such a degree That all this collectivist communist garbage, it's not that it's illegal, it's not that it's banned, it's that you're ashamed to be one. You're run out of polite society and you should be and we should be willing to do that. That should be the norm. Look, we talk about some teacher telling some kindergartner to change her gender and we say that teacher should be fired or something like that. No, You will know you've got your country back if a teacher comes out trying to tell a kindergartner to change your gender, and that teacher has to move towns and change their name because of the social shame and scorn that comes their way. That's when you'll know you have a culture back. Again, like we talked about before, we don't have a politician problem. We have a people problem. We should have a society full of shame, a shame society for communists. Instead. What do we have? We've talked about it. How we're second-class citizens now. Now all the shame is for you. It's for me. It's for what we believe. That's why you've experienced it in your life. You've emailed me about it. You've talked to friends and family about it. You'll get in certain settings, and you will be real quiet or maybe even lie about what you believe. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm pro-life, but I'm not one of those crazy ones. Always having to throw in the little qualifiers. No, no, I believe in securing the border, but I mean but we have we have to be compassionate to people, guys. Always throwing in the qualifiers just to try to avoid your social shame. I told you I lived in DC for a year back when I did that uh work for that nonprofit for a year. And in DC, it's 93% Democrat, 92%, 93% Democrat. So Republicans there... Are outnumbered everywhere everywhere you go businesses you walk in any business there's democrat displays you can have a barack obama latte because there's no fear of any recourse whatsoever it's all democrats and one thing that blew me away about the republicans in dc not just the elected people forget forget the elected ones aside i wasn't really hanging out with many elected officials back then but just normal people maybe they work in republican co- uh, politics or or they work in a congressman's office or something like that as you go out with them on a friday or saturday night double date something like that they'll every issue they're throwing in these little qualifiers cuz they're just used to doing it in a daily setting like the border thing i just said the abortion no, absolutely, we need to cut taxes. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't think poor people should have to pay any taxes. Like I'm not being ridiculous. They're, they're, it's automatically built in. They live in such a shame society for them, always throwing in the qualifiers, always kind of sheepishly what they believe. As you can imagine, I didn't fit in. <laughs> I chose to, I chose to abstain from using the qualifiers, and I just throw it out there, and they'd look at me like I was some barbarian. Now screw you. You're the one who's wrong. I'm not sheepish, Jesse. Jogan, Ted Cruz said on his podcast he doesn't agree with the strategy of Republican AGs going after the commies. I have liked Ted up until today. He has shown his turn the other cheek colors and proved himself a member of the low-T GOP. What say you? Well, again, I want to do full disclosure here. I'm friends with Ted Cruz. He is a friend. He's somebody I will text, right? He's, He's somebody I will text. Ted Cruz... When you bring up something like red state AGs arresting commies, that doesn't surprise me in the least that he would be against that. He is a deep believer in things like the Constitution and the Founding and the freedom. and the, And if you were to ask Ted, how do we, how can we get back? How do we save this country? instead of hearing a bunch of anti-communist stuff, he would probably say something that maybe you've even said. Maybe you believe he would say something to the effect of, well, we have to get back to the Constitution. That doesn't make Ted Cruz a bad guy. And it doesn't make you a bad guy if that's what you believe. I've told you my thoughts on all that, how it's just a piece of paper if they don't agree to live underneath it. I've told you my thoughts on all that. But if that's what you believe and that's how you talk that doesn't make you a bad person or my enemy at all. We disagree, obviously, on how we combat these people. But I, I, I wouldn't throw the baby out with the, da- with the bathwater. We got a whole lot of problems in the Senate. Ted Cruz ain't one of them. But again, it's my friend. Maybe that's just a personal thing. All right. Someone wants to register as a Democrat. Someone else wants to talk to Santos. Someone wants to talk Trump. That'll be spicy. You know what I'm going to talk about? Ultrasounds. I remember, I remember both, actually all three, of the ultrasounds for my kids. We lost our second one, but I remember all three of them. It's not something you forget, even though I knew the wife was pregnant. Right? It's it's she's pregnant. I know she's pregnant. It's what makes it real. When you're sitting there and you can hear it, when you hear it, it makes it real. That's why preborn is so effective at saving babies' lives. It's not yelling and screaming. It's not shaming. It's telling these young women who are going after an abortion, they're seeking out an abortion. It's bringing them in and just telling them, hey, how about a free ultrasound? Free ultrasound. And she lays down and she hears that heartbeat and she becomes a mom like that. A mom. They overwhelmingly choose life. Your $28 doesn't get flushed down the john. It doesn't go to somebody's private jet. It buys that woman the ultrasound that will help her choose life preborn.com slash Jesse. Help her. Sponsored by Preborn. He doesn't care if
0: you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday. And ask Dr. Jesse Friday, let's get back to it because I've been slow today. I've been I've been opining about many, many things. Don't roll your eyes at my big author words, Chris. You know what? Maybe I will, will write another book, only I'll have a bunch of big words in the next one because my vocabulary has been obfuscating day and night. Dear Shogun, I registered as a Democrat for a couple reasons. I feel I will be passed over like the Jews in Egypt as the target of the IRS. I want RFK to be the Dem nominee, and I intend to vote for him in the primary because I don't think he will be any worse than the rest of the commies in disguise in the GOP, and is, it is a form of damage control. I need an anti-establishment candidate, Trump or Kennedy, doing it as a backup plan. What say you? I can say his name. His name is Nick. I that's I love it. Look, I, I have told you, I've been very honest with you about who I intend to vote for, why I intend to vote for them, and I've also told you time and time again, that's me giving you my vote, what I intend to do, just because I feel obligated to always be honest with you. I want you to vote for whoever you want to vote for. Your vote, your vote. It's the only political power you have. You don't give it away for anybody. If you want to go crawl over broken glass to vote for RFK, do it. If you want to crawl over broken glass to vote for Trump, go vote for Trump. If you want to live and die for Ron DeSantis, then you live and die for Ron DeSantis. But don't give away your vote for anyone. I support what, look, everyone who's involved is on my team. That's the way I look at it. I'm not voting for Kennedy. I will vote for Trump. I won't vote for Kennedy because because of the climate change stuff, the gun stuff. I'm a little distrusting. And I'm not saying I think he's a snake. I'm not saying I think he's selling everyone a bill of goods like that Vivek loser some of you like. I'm not saying that. I just, I'm very, very distrusting. I'm a very distrusting person. I am. So, yep, yeah, yeah, man, that sounds like a great plan. Anytime someone has a plan and they're digging into it, I love it. I support you all the way. You've never once heard me say, no, don't vote for this guy. Vote for that guy. You've never heard me say that at all, and I never would. Vote for who you want. Look, if you want to vote for Vivek, that's fine. The good news is, if he has a position on the issues you don't like, He'll probably change in a couple minutes. Jesse, I heard you talking about the possible uh, states possibly keeping Trump off the 2024 ballot if he gets the Republican nomination. My question, would, you cons- would any conservative states retaliate by keeping the communist candidate off their ballot? <clears throat> no. Uh, and here's why they won't. They should, but they won't. Remember, Republicans, especially elected Republicans, I'm not talking about you, but Republican senators, congressmen, governors, AGs, state house, state senate, for the most part, these are people who are ambitiously working their way up the political ladder. I'm not saying, I am not saying that they, that there aren't any patriots in there, that they don't love the country, that they don't want, I'm not saying that at all, because there are some patriots in there, but they're also ambitiously working their way up the ladder. What's happening with Trump is totally unjust and horrific. You know that. I know that. We need them. We need an AG to step in and arrest and indict a Democrat. In fact, we have to do it to a lot of them. But think about this. Let's say you're the AG of Texas. I'm here in Texas. You get elected attorney general for the state of Texas. Brother, that's a big boy position big boy position. Missouri just had an attorney general who's now a senator. A guy I love, really really respect him. Eric Schmidt, he is one of the good ones. He was a good AG. He just left the AG's office and now he's a United States senator. When you're an AG, it's like you are it's like you're a lawyer at a big shot law firm and you've been busting your butt for so long working 80 hours a week trying to make partner. And it's like you're right on the cusp of being made partner where all of a sudden it's going to be sandy beaches and private jets for you, okay? So you're asking that guy who's right on the cusp of being partner, you're asking him to swing for the fences in some wild, crazy case that might get him fired from the law firm. That's what you and I are demanding when we say to these Republican AGs, uh, wake up, arrest somebody. It's the only way to stop them from arresting Trump, from throwing him in prison. You have to do something. When we tell these people that, they hear us, but they think deep down, okay, what's going to happen to my career, though? What's going to happen to me? I'm never going to be that governor I wanted to be. I'm right there. I'm almost governor. I'm almost senator. I'm almost there. I've I've worked so hard. I've shaken. I've shooken, shook, shook, shook. Whatever. I shook a lot of hands. I've kissed so many babies. I'm so close. I can almost taste it. And now you want me to throw it away by trying to save the country. That's how they think. None of them. None of them have arrested him yet. Therefore, that tells me none of these states are going to respond in kind when they start kicking Trump off the ballot. But that they should. And in fact, they should openly announce it. They really should. But here's the issue. It's not that I think they're going to kick Trump off the ballot. It's that I think they're going to kick him off the ballot in critical swing states. To be honest, who gives a crap if Trump gets kicked off the ballot in New York, right? You're not winning New York. It doesn't matter if uh, Biden gets kicked off the ballot in Texas. He's not winning Texas. What matters is Pennsylvania, Michigan, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, the swing states. That's what's so critical. And if even one of them takes him off, takes those electoral college votes off the table, can't win. It's not possible. The math isn't there. Anyway, practice with your weapon. Hey, weekends coming. There's no better time. And maybe maybe you're in an area similar to Texas where it's approximately the surface temperature of the sun out there today. and you're thinking, Jesse, I don't want to practice. I hate going to the range. it's too hot. it's sweating, the range is expensive. Get a Mantis X, man. Practice in the comfort of your home. I promise you two things. I'm going to practice this weekend, and I ain't going to sweat while I'm doing it because I'm going to practice with my Mantis X in the comfort of my home. I will be faster and deadlier when I come in here on Monday than I am right now because of Mantis X. Go to MantisX.com. You dry fire practice in your home. They put you through drills. You will keep track of your score. You will watch yourself improve whether you're a complete beginner or super experienced. Green Berets are experienced. They use MantisX. MantisX.com is where you go get one, all right? MantisX.com.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western
1: nations like the U.S. and Europe.
3: Mexico will likely have its first female
4: president.
1: And then you have China.
0: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Is the Jesse Kelly show? I don't like it that the show is close to being over. Don't worry, we still have like a half hour left, but to me that's close. Alright? To me that's close. You know what we need? It's friggin' Friday, baby. Aye, 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 aye. I am the Frito Bandido,
0: I like Fritos Corn Chips, I love them I do, I want Fritos Corn Chips, I'll get them from you, ay 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 ay, oh I am the Frito Bandido, give me Fritos Corn Chips and I'll be your friend, the Frito Bandido you must not offend. Munch, munch,
1: munch, munch of ah, that's beautiful. Jesse, can DeSantis win the nomination and really kick the co- out the communists in D.C.? Trump couldn't. I think DeSantis could be a great president, but his personality seems timid. Can he talk about what comedies, commies are doing to this country and help bring them to their knees? Well, here's the thing about DeSantis. And look, if you're a hardcore DeSantis person, some of this stuff may hurt to hear, but it's the truth of the matter. DeSantis has been an incredible governor. He's been an incredible executive. What he did in Florida is phenomenal. And how he led during all the COVID madness, phenomenal. And how he's attacked all the commie stuff in Florida, he's been phenomenal. He can get to D.C. and be somewhat effective, I believe. I believe he could be the most effective anti-communist president we've had. I, I, I do believe that. However, I don't believe, as you've heard me say before, I don't believe he's a savior. Meaning I don't believe, the same way I don't believe it about Trump, that he can get there and drain the swamp. I, I I don't believe the swamp can be drained. I believe we have to seize the other parts of the country and eventually we'll work our way into D.C. We have to seize and protect the parts that can be seized and protected. Now, again, I do believe he will be effective He's certainly intelligent. He's certainly aggressive. He's shown bravery on issues, which we're sorely lacking. He's he's outstanding when it comes to dealing with the media and treating them like crap. He's been great there. His campaign has not taken off the way uh, way his hardcore supporters wanted it to. That doesn't mean he's failing. It's a long campaign. He's got a great ground game going. But as I've said before, and I know this stuff hurts to hear, Trump and DeSantis each have a flaw. And it might be a fatal flaw for both of them. DeSantis has a personality flaw. That's not that he's a mean guy. I've met him. He's a great dude. Wife's awesome. Great dude. It's not as charismatic and just big and stuff like that, like Trump's is. You can't, you can't even if you aid him, you can't stop watching Trump when he puts out a statement when he's on TV. He's got this personality. I know you don't want it to be about that if you're a hardcore DeSantis fan, but sadly that plays a part in politics. It does. That is that's one of the things that's holding him back for now. I'm not saying he can't win the nomination. Again, I think he can. I, I just well, that's for now, that's one of the reasons it hasn't taken off. For Trump, so DeSantis has a personality issue. And that could be fatal. Trump has a personnel issue, and that has been fatal. And honestly. Might be the reason this all comes crashing down for him. He cannot hire people. He hires the biggest idiots and scumbags and losers in the world. He he hires whoever says nice things about him instead of hiring nice, instead of hiring effective people. And then the effective people he does hire, if they step out of line even a little, he crucifies them publicly. So now other good people won't work for him. He is surrounded by the biggest bunch of freaking lowlifes. I've ever seen in the Republican Party, and including the Karl Rove types. He's just surrounded by friggin' lowlifes. It kills him. And I have friends on his campaign. I have friends on DeSantis' campaign. And when they reach out to me, each of those campaigns, and ask me about things, advice on something, what I think about this, I'm very brutally honest with both campaigns about that. I tell the DeSantis people that. My, my Trump fans, I tell them that. I These flaws are flaws I've brought up before, and they're crippling flaws. Crippling. And so when you have a crippling flaw, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It means you have to be extra focused on it to try to make sure it's not a deadly flaw. Uh, For instance, me. Sorry about me. You know that I don't like to work out. I'm actually physically... Very lazy. Career-wise and all that other stuff, I've always been mega-driven. That's just, I get that from my father. That's been no problem. But physically, dude, I don't like to run and lift and sweat and stuff like that. And yet, I've done it my whole life because I don't like it. I would play basketball forever. Kept me in shape. Threw myself into the Marines, obviously in super shape there. To this day, no, I'm not some Greek god. I work out three, four times a week. I have to be hyper focused on it. I have to set specific goals. You will work out 3 times this week or I won't do it at all because it's a horrible flaw of mine that could be a deadly flaw if I ever just embrace who I am. Technology here on the show. Technology. Dude, it's not just the running joke on the show. I can't do it, man. I struggled for five minutes one day to turn on this desktop computer until Chris showed me the power button that's on the side of it. It's not an act. I can't freaking do it. And not only that, I don't want to. I don't like it. Well, we live in a digital world, social media and Instagram and all this stuff. If I didn't have Chris and Michael, there would be no show. I have to have people who know what they're doing or that would be a fatal flaw. So answer your question, I think he can be a very effective president. He will not save us. There's no savior coming from D.C., but I think he can be a very effective president. But you got to win the primary first, and right now he's behind. And we'll see how that goes. Jesse, given the new precedent set around punishing opposing political views, do you worry the system will begin targeting the growing network of conservative-slash-anti-communist influencers eventually? Yes, of course. Oh, of course. There's... I'll tell you, I sat down one time. It was a great combo. It's just uh, I was gabbing with Glenn Beck one time about something because Glenn Beck's been doing this forever, right, with absurd levels of success. And I was asking him about something. I was I was trying to figure out how I wanted to approach something. Not an issue, but a, a, I won't get into it. It was a charity thing. I would I wanted to a, a start one maybe. I wanted to approach it. And Glenn was just giving me some really good advice. And one of the things Glenn said is, he said, Jesse, you always have to keep this in mind. He said, you're going to do this for a long time. You'll be very successful. But you better understand, the IRS hates you. The government, the people in government hate you. And they hate what you're going to say. So you can never, under any circumstances, even flirt with the lines of illegality or wrong. He said, what did he tell me? I think he's called it a Grand Canyon. He said, there better be a Grand Canyon Gulch in between you and the lines of legality. Because of what you do, they are going to be always begging for a reason to to find and come after you. And so I have taken those words to heart. Not that I was a lawbreaker anyway. I mean, I may have broke one or two when I was younger, but not that I was a lawbreaker anyway. But when it comes to things now like, uh, like taxes... I've never, ever believed in overpaying the government so you can get a tax refund at the end of the year. Why would I let the government have my money for the year? I'll end up, I'll just, I'll you pay you at the end of the year. So I've always kind of underpaid them, but then paid up at the end of the year. You know, I've I've paid my taxes. Now I overpay to an extreme degree. I overpay because I know they're dying for a reason. Absolutely dying for a reason. All right, now. Still have a bunch of Ask Dr. Jesse questions to get to, but only one segment to get to him in. And so that's going to take some doing, but I think I can do it. I think I can do this. This looks like, what do I have set aside here? Maybe eight, 10? Shut up, Chris. Yes, I can do it. You couldn't. Chris probably still doesn't have a Pure Talk phone. The easiest thing in the world, and Jewish producer Chris can't seem to make himself do it. Ten minutes He may actually have a Pure Talk phone, but 10 minutes on the phone? To switch from paying Verizon every month, from AT&T, to switch from T-Mobile, to stop sending your money to commie filth, 10 minutes on the phone, and to know that you not only save money, you're still on a great 5G network, same one as one of the big guys. There are There's no reasons. Veteran-owned? well while, while T-Mobile's giving their money to Black Lives Matter, Peer Talk's helping out veterans, suicidal veterans. How about that for putting your money where your morals are? Pick up your phone. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, all right? Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly, switch to Pure Talk. One segment left, like eight or nine, ask Dr. Jesse questions. I'm going to be so fast, you're going to call me The Flash. I wish I'd thought of something more clever than that. Anyway, we'll do it in a second. The Jesse Kelly Show.
0: On air and online at jessikellyshow.com.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show, where we're going to churn and burn through all these Ask Dr. Jesse questions. I can feel it. I can just feel like it's going to be dominant. Remember, you can email me, jesse at jessikellyshow.com. You can download the podcast if you missed it at iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, also remember to get your Giza Dream Sheets before the sale runs out. Whenever I tell you about these massive sales, like lowest price ever right now on Giza Dream Sheets from my pillow, whenever I tell you about them, I try to make sure that I let you know when the clock is ticking. When you can get Giza Dream Sheets as low as $29.98, the clock is a ticking, okay? Get a couple sets. They have all kinds of colors and styles and sizes. They're the greatest sheets ever made from the world's best cotton. 60-day money-back guarantee. That's that's ultra-confidence in your sheets. You have to go to MyPillow.com and click on that Radio Listener Special Square and use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, Radio Listener Special Square, promo code JESSE. All right? Or you can call them. Give them a holler. They're wonderful on the phone. Mr. Symmetry, if Joe can withhold a billion to get that prosecutor fired, then why can't our side hold billions and billions to get the prosecutor in front of them? I just can't help to think that everyone's compromised. Well, compromised, yes, many of them are compromised. Many of them are complicit. Many of them just don't know. They don't. They don't know how to fight back. They don't know what to do. The naivete of our side is a huge problem, too. They're they're so scared by everything they see around them, and they don't fully understand it, and they don't understand the need to be aggressive. Never forget this. This is an important thing that I have to keep in mind, and I lose sight of this sometimes. Maybe you do, too. A lot of our politicians are nerds and, and I, I don't mean that in the polite way where you t- look at the smart kid in school and call him the nerd even though he's going to be the doctor with a dime and a Mercedes one day. I mean, the worst kind of nerd. The weak, pathetic nerds. That's who most of our politicians are. We don't take people who are captain of the football team, you know, Green Beret, whatever. We don't take our studs and they don't go into politics. They generally do things private sector wise. Maybe they go become cops. Maybe they go become successful businessmen. Who were the kids in your school who were nerds or who do you, do you have anyone in your school who went into politics? I do all of them. Biggest friggin' dorks in the world. So we don't have people who have this steel spine type a personality that we send to office. We take the biggest nerd in class the kid who's been stuffed in a locker for 12 years and then we send him off to Congress and we wonder why he's not fighting like some sort of a warrior. Well, you didn't send a warrior there. You sent a dork. We, we, we lose sight of that. Hello, world famous. Oh, I guess I forgot to do the email thing. And now here's a headline. Go, oh, you know, this you know, the thing emails we didn't get to. Hey, world famous burger chef. I voted for Trump twice in the last two elections, thought he did a solid job throughout his presidency. However, I can't forgive how he gave the country to the commies in 2020, and we've been punished since. I've been stunned at how little headway DeSantis is making against Trump's strong base. It somehow seems a majority of Republicans believe DeSantis is some rhino. I don't know how this is possible since he's actively bucked the trends of the low-T GOP for the last four years. My question is... or. Er, my question to the wise and certainly not balding oracle. If you were running DeSantis's campaign today, what would your moves be to generate more positive buzz and, romant- and momentum? And he says, always remember, freedom is not free. You know,
2: freedom is not free.
1: Look, if I if I was running it today, and if I was running the DeSantis camp today, and I understand the frustration from the DeSantis people, maybe you're a hardcore DeSantis person. Why hasn't the buzz caught on? Why hasn't the buzz caught on? Well, one... You need to keep something in mind. What's happening on the ground in the individual states is oftentimes drastically different than the 200-person national poll that was just put out by somebody. Don't drown in information warfare. If you're a DeSantis fan sucking your thumb, saying nothing worked out, fine. got a great ground game, raising great money. That said, There's also such thing in politics, oftentimes, as being a victim of circumstances. Meaning this, these indictments of Donald Trump, they very well could end up making Trump the nominee for people who will vote for Trump just out of spite or just in, in, in some way to fight back against the system. People will feel like they're fighting back against injustice. Democrats know this. That's why they put the trial dates all around the major primary dates. They're trying to make sure that happens. Now, there's a chance DeSantis can run the greatest campaign in the history of mankind, but there's nothing he can do about the fact that Trump's being indicted in four different places, and that helps him be the nominee. Sometimes victim of circumstances is a real thing. Now, all that said, initially, when Gavin Newsom wanted to debate Ron DeSantis— there was some pushback. No, I'm not doing that. That's the kind of thing that can't ever happen again if you're Desantis. See, so you see, if you're one of these no nonsense guys, I just want to get stuff done. I'm all about being effective. That's good. That's fine. That's wonderful. Once you get elected, you need buzz. You need the spotlight. Trump is an outstanding campaigner. He's just fantastic at it. Do you know why? Because he's been in he's been in the publicist business, really. For his entire life, that's what he's been. He's been his own hype man for his entire life. Trump hotel, Trump golf course, Trump knows how to brand, and Trump always understood. It's just important that they're talking about you. What they're saying doesn't matter at all. Just make it all about me, and then I'll eventually win. Shoot, that's why a Trump. If 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 someone does something that takes the media off of Trump. Trump will go pull his pants down and poop in the middle of the road just so the media will start talking about him again versus that. That can seem a little bit scummy to some people. You call it whatever you want. It's what wins primaries. You got to have your name in the news whenever humanly possible. It has to be done. And, and that's the thing about politics too, especially for decent people or people who just want to be effective or stuff like that. It can be hard to know it can be hard to accept that you have to do some things sometimes that you don't necessarily love. I'm not talking about immoral things or illegal things, but um, shaking hands and kissing babies. That's Maybe you're thinking about running for school board or city council or something like that. And maybe, maybe you're thinking, man, I'll run, but I don't want to do any of this meet and greet stuff. Man, I'm sorry, but you've got to. Lady, I'm sorry, you've got to. It doesn't mean you have to stand up in front of 10,000 people and give a speech. That's part of running for office, shaking people's hand, patting them on the back, telling them what you stand for, listening to them, listening to their issues. I had to go through this when I was running for Congress. Everybody wanted to tell me their own personal platform plans and stuff. I remember I had a guy, you've heard me say this before, he wanted to, he wanted to tell me his seven point invasion plan for Iran and why it should be on my campaign website. And you know what I had to do because I needed that guy's vote? I had to sit there and smile and nod as if I really was interested in what he was saying. It's part of it. You got to do some things like that. All right. Well, I didn't end up getting to all of these, but I ended up getting to two. That's something. Shut up, Chris. Anyway, put your phone down and enjoy your weekend. That's all.
4: I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.